Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. On this episode, we're going to be talking about dating. My wife and I, we cancel a lot. We mentor. I can't speak the right word out there. So we mentor a lot of couples, cancel a lot of couples. And one of the things that we really um, emphasize to them that needs to be done is that they never stop dating and my wife and I have been married for 38 years now and even in our busiest times of our life raising our kids and working real hard building building careers and so on and so forth we we never really quit dating we always had time for ourselves and I think for successful marriages that's a critical aspect that that needs to be upheld. Uh, too many people they, they fall into the marriage situation. It's it's all you know bubbles and rainbows and unicorns for a while, and and they don't realize that marriage isn't easy. It, it, it takes a lot of work. You know, my wife and I we've uh, we're one of the lucky ones in our of our times that are still married after 38 years. I mean, I think the divorce rate's up to around 50% last I checked. Um, I haven't checked for a while, but that was the last time that I checked. It was 50% of the divorce rate. And, you know, it, it's marriage isn't easy. Marriage is, is a lot of work, and we have to – I don't think we realize that. I think we go into it thinking that, you know, hey – this is great. We're falling in love. Everything's nice. We're, you know, we haven't really got a. You know, we really haven't dealt with a lot of life's issues yet, and and not only that, a lot of us carry into our, our, our marriages. We carry um, a lot of garbage, a lot of baggage into our marriage. So, you know, before before marriage, in the day, you know, in the courting time. Dating should be an important issue. That should be a time that that you get to know each other. That you, you I mean, it's nice to go out to bars and, and go out to dinner with friends and have drinks and and so on and so forth. But I think that, that dating period of, of our courtship is a time that we should really get to know each other. And, and although there's a lot of a lot to learn about each other, and that you, most of it you'll only learn over time. That's been our experience. Is that you never stop learning about each other. You never stop learning about each other's quirks and and, and whatnot. So, um, but dating is a good way to to keep in touch with each other, especially when you're building a career, especially when you're building a career and raising a family. Even if it's 20 minutes a day, or I'm sorry, 20 minutes, you know, a week, once a week. If that's all you can squeeze in, put it on your calendar. Like like a like a business appointment, and you don't miss it for nothing. 
you 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 make that meeting every week and you leave your phone in your car and it's just you and your partner and you just sit down and you enjoy each other. You get caught up in that 20, 30 minutes about what's going on during the week and the week, what's going on in your work life, um, what's going on in, in home, whatever you can do just to stay connected at, at a deeper level, not, not a surface level. It's real easy to be surface level married, but that's not going to last forever. You need a deeply rooted marriage. You you need to be able to go and and be really intimate with your with your partner. And I don't mean sexually intimate. I mean um, communi- communicationably, if that's even a word. Um, intimate. The real intimacy actually isn't sex. That's good sex is a byproduct of emotional emotional intimacy. Um, when you be when you and your wife can talk about the deep things in life, where you can sit down and, and and understand each other, so that can happen on your date nights when you don't have to worry about your kids. I I just my wife and I can't express it enough to the couples that we work with. Don't you put it in your calendar like an important business meeting? Period. You have to do it. It, we, you know, there's a lot of things in life we don't like to say you have to do or you must do. But in order for a marriage to last and become deeper in, in, in intimacy and draw closer to each other, you've got to make time for each other, period. Absolutely. It's an essential and vital part of a long-lasting marriage and relationship. In my book... Or in my devotional, I'll say that's why I'm going to read it from right now. It's, it's my, uh, I've got one devotional that's dedicated to dating. And it, I started off with Colossians 3.23. It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human matters. Whatever you do, not some of the things you do, not this thing that you do or that thing. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. The reality is, in, in, for a successful relationship, there's some priorities that my wife and I look at. Number one is God. God's got to be at the center of your relationship. And then number two, the number one ministry in your life is your family and your spouse. And then from there work. Now, my priorities when I got in recovery that my mentor told me, and I've shared them with some of the people that I've worked with, and they work really well, and they're hard to understand and hard to really go by is, number one is God. Number two is recovery. Number three is physical health. Number four is family. And number five is work. And if you, those, my, my mentor I did it. I've had other people that have followed those priorities exactly to the same. And our, 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 our lives have thrived because of it. Too many people put work as the number one priority in their life. And I, I feel that's wrong. You, you, have, you have a family. And that's what's wrong with the world today. It's that families. Where is dad in the family? That's a, a whole other topic I, could go on, I can go on about. 
We have to be there for our children. We have to be there for our spouse. It's not we're married, we're bliss, we go on the honeymoon, we come back, we get back in life, and then, boom, we're off, and everything else is more important than our family. It, it, it can't be that way. Today, my wife and I have a great dating life. In this 38 years in our marriage, we have a great dating life, we, and then, which has brought us close together emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It's brought us together in all those aspects. So the question I would have, and this is for men, okay, because we are the spiritual heads of our home. Um, are you still, are you still dating your wife? And I would hope your answer is going to be yes. I hope your answer is yes. At least once a week, a coffee date, once a month, get away for a weekend. That might be kind of hard when you got the kids, but my wife and I were able to do it. You got grandma and grandpa. You've, if you got a good community of friends and relationship, then you know you could probably find somebody to watch the kids for you know a night. You leave Saturday morning, come back Sunday, go out on a date night once a month. But once a week you meet and you have coffee with your wife or your spouse. Let's be honest, the honeymoon is long over. The honeymoon is long over. And your job is demanding all your time. And you can't take time off because you're trying to climb a up a corporate ladder. So you and your family can have a comfortable life. What level of comfortability are you trying to reach? Again, I could go off on the, the, the father or even the wife that they're, they're trying, climbing that corporate ladder and trying to make to achieve as much as they can uh, as a businessman, as an employee, as a business owner. They're trying to make it as far up that corporate ladder as they can but they're sacrificing their family. But they don't see that because they're supplying all these material things for their family. And believe me, I've talked to plenty of men out of recovery and women that would have traded it all if their dad and their mom would have been home for them and been there for them emotionally. So what's your comfort, what level of comfortability and de define comfortability and success what is that that you're looking for? Believe me, I've had it all. I've had money. I've had all the toys. Whatever I wanted to do, wherever I wanted to go. And, and it, it's nice to have, but my priorities are messed up and I it just left me empty inside. Because you're busy climbing the corporate ladder or just making a living for you and your family, your spouse is busy with the kids, getting them off to school, picking them up for school, and getting them to and from their soccer games or dance recitals. By the time you both get home, you're exhausted. I've been there. I've done that. You're lucky if you can get 10 minutes with each other without any interruptions before, you, before you're out for the night. Only to get up in the morning and repeat the dance all over again 
welcome to life. And that was mine and my wife's life for several years. And I, and I don't regret it at all, but we were together a lot. We had two boys and a girl that were involved in sports. And we were, sometimes we were on one end of the town. She was on one end of the town. I was in the other. But we also spent a lot of time as a family together. All while I was building a very successful business in construction. I never sacrificed my family. Then one day, what happens? We wake up, and the kids are all grown and out of the home. And it happens like that, faster than you'll ever imagine. We suddenly realize that the woman or the man lying in bed next to us is a, is a complete stranger. Now, don't get your feathers all ruffled. It's still the man or woman we married. We just don't know who they are anymore. The emptiness syndrome. My wife and I were there, and it's, it's, a, it's a lonely, it's an awkward feeling. Why? Well, it's most likely because we got so caught up in the business of life that we, get, that we have neglected our relationship with our spouse. We quit flirting with a dating game. We, we quit flirting with and dating them. The flame eventually burns into an ember, and then a spark. I believe when we neglect the spark that our marriage can get in trouble. We cannot neglect that spark. We have to keep the flame flickering. Perhaps the grass begins looking greener on the other side. I know it did for me. I know it did for me. The grass was a greener on the other side. And the reality is, is that while the grass might look greener on the other side, why is it looking greener on the other side? It's at that point in time where we really, really need to start looking at our side of the fence. The other side of the, of, of, of the, of the fence is greener because it's still fresh. When it starts looking that way, we need to start watering our grass. What can we do to enhance the growth of our grass, of our marriage? My wife and I have gone through all of these, and the spark at one point was all but extinguished. What saved us? We return to the dating, the dating game every week. And it was hard. It took a while to get back in that game. But Randy, you don't understand how busy I am. Yes, I do. You're looking at a man that's had a business, raised a family, so I know how hectic life gets. No, I'm not you. And I know that I'm not you. So, and I'm not pretending to be you. But in a lot of ways, we are all the same. And this is in one way that I am. I own a very large construction company with over 80 employees. My wife is a very successful escrow officer, and we raised three children. So I, now, I, so I know how life can get in the way. Here's the challenge, if you're willing. If you're willing. 
On Sunday night, sit down with your spouse and pull out your weekly calendar. Then find a day and time that you can meet for 20 or 30 minutes for coffee with your spouse. Block out that day and time and treat it as you would an important business meeting. Do not, do not let anything take its place. Make this a weekly ritual. Every Sunday night, every Sunday night, look at your week. You can carve out 20 minutes somewhere in that week, right? Unless you happen to be somebody that has to travel for business and you might be out of the area. That's, that's the one exception. But you can carve out 20 minutes for your spouse. Next, find one night a month to have a full-blown date night. Maybe dinner and a movie. One night a month. You want your marriage to last. You're wondering why your marriage is dull. You're wondering why things, you're looking at your spouse going, what happened? We, how did we get here? Well, this is more likely how. We quit dating. We, we, we quit the flirting. These dates are for you and your spouse only. No business calls or social media. Your cell phone is for emergencies only and make this a priority. Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. If you're married, if you're a Christian, God gave you that, that, that helper. Even if you're not a Christian, if you're married, you have a woman in your life that you married because you love her at one point in time. You, there was something in this person, there was something in him or her that you really adored, that you really admired, that you really, really loved. It's still there. It's just been covered up by a lot of the busyness of the world. You can uncover it again simply by starting to date and starting to talk to each other. So here's the four contemplative questions that I have for you. Do you feel like you and your spouse are drifting apart emotionally physically, and spiritually. Emotionally, physically, and spiritually. You feel like you're drifting apart. Be honest. You guys can dis discuss these questions together or by yourself, write them down. And if you're by yourself and the answer is yes to that, what are you going to do? What is the wedge in your marriage that is separating you from your spouse? What is the wedge in your marriage that is separating you from your spouse? Dig deep. Get honest with yourself. Number three, what, priority, what priorities are you putting in front of your spouse? Genesis 5.25 Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church 
and Christ died for the church. Husbands, you have to die daily to self for your wife. I'm not saying in a codependent way. I'm not saying you can't do things that you that are good for you. But your wife is there. You have to live. The Bible says we love our wives as Christ loved the church and Christ gave up his life for the church. It doesn't get any plainer or, or, or simpler than that. Believe it. And the last one is what action steps will you take to reignite the flame of compassion with your spouse? And if you don't know, you can reach out to, to myself or my wife. We do marriage counseling and mentoring and we can help you reignite your marriage. We've had several people sit down with divorce papers in their hand, ready to get divorced. They're no longer divorcing. It's just a few little things that we got to tweak. Here's a prayer that I have for, for this devotion. Lord, work in me to shift my priority back to my spouse. My spouse deserves my full attention, love, and support, none of which I have been giving her or him. I give you our relationship to mold and shape into the relationship you have meant it to be all along. My spouse is my helpmate, friend, and lover, not my slave or roommate. Restore our marriage and fill me with a passion I have for her or him when we were first dating. Dating is a is a, a key to successful relationships. What's your priority in life? Your family, your spouse, your children, or your work? Whatever you put in front of God and your family, you'll eventually lose. If you make your main priority your job, you're going to lose your family. It might not physically be lost, but you will lose them emotionally and spiritually, I guarantee it. So, if you want to know more about the services that I provide, visit changeyourlifestorynow.com. It's got all my coaching stuff on there, different areas that we cover. My wife and I also do, like I say, marriage counseling. My wife works with women. I work with men. Uh, when we do our marriage counseling, we don't believe the marriage is broke. We believe it's the husband and the wife. They're each broken. I, I use those that word loosely, but it's the, the husband and the wife that carry the baggage into the marriage that's causing the issues in the marriage. And we need to resolve those issues personally in order for the marriage to work in, in a healthy way. And so... My wife will work with a wife, I work with a husband, and then we, we work together with them um, as, as a couple. Or Simba, I'm Simba certified as a, as a facilitator with Simba Save Your Marriage Before It Starts, which actually works really well with um, even if you've been married for a long time. It, it's, it just really realigns you with each other. It lets you know, you know why each person... Why, why people are the way they are in certain areas of your relationship. It's not a psychological test. It's not a, it's not a personality test. Um, it, it, it's none of that. It's an assessment. 
it's 99.9% accurate. It's absolutely unbelievable what comes out of it. So you check out our services on changeyourlifestorynow.com. Just fill out the contact form. I'll get back to you real quick with that. Also visit our website, CourageousHealers.org. We do have our workshops. They are scheduled. They start in September, the second Saturday of September, October, November, December. September 11th is the first one from 9 to 4. Go to CourageousHealers.org. Click on our services, then click on workshops. You can read about all the workshops, and you can click on the register here button, and you can register right there. The workshops are $75 per workshop, and they are from 9 to 4, so it's a pretty much a full day of a workshop that you'll be attending. Our first one is personal, personal communication, and my wife and my, mine and my wife's opinion and what we're seeing is number one of the number one what we believe is number one cause for relationships kind of falling apart is very poor communication. Well, you know, Randy, I we communicate pretty good. Well, we hear that all the time, and it depends on what your what your what your definition of communication is. So, the first one, like I say, September 11th is um, it's it's going to be personal communication, then. A journey to you, then secrets and lies, and the very last one in December, right before Christmas, is forgiveness. Seventy-five dollars for a single, one hundred and thirty dollars for a couple, and a, if you buy the whole package up front, it's fifteen percent discount uh, for the entire package. I think it's two twenty-five. That works out to two twenty-five for a single, four hundred forty dollars for a couple for the entire four for. Uh, for a workshop series. So we look forward to seeing you there. You can go to, like I said, go to my, my webpage, creativeshealers.org, and you can see the entire workshop uh, format on that, on our workshop page. Also, don't forget about my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. You can get that on, get it on Amazon, on Audible, paperback, and Kindle. This devotional that we're going through, the 30-day devotional, The Wholeness, is also on Amazon and Kindle and paperback, and then the seven-day challenge, which is a workbook that goes with healing the inner child within. That's available in paperback on Amazon as well. Look forward to seeing you all on our next episode. Until then, remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. Everybody be blessed and have a super, super good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you might be and whatever part of the day it is. Enjoy yourself. Be blessed. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.